Citizen satisfaction with the federal government has long been middling, especially compared to the best of industry. But for the last couple of years, the government has lost ground. That's according to an annual survey conducted by the American Customer Satisfaction Index. Joining me with the details, the index's director of research, Forrest Morgison. Mr. Morgison, good to have you back. It's nice to be here. Thanks. What did you find in this year's index? Overall index for the government slipped a little bit. Is it statistically significant how far down it went? Yes, it is a significant decline given the number of interviews that we collect and the amount of data we have. So we would call this a a meaningful, significant drop in citizen satisfaction with the federal government net services. Quantify it for us. What happened? Well, generally speaking, what we do is go out and measure a few thousand respondents who have recently received services from the federal government. And this can be any of the different kinds of services that the federal government offers. And it has thousands of different programs and agencies and departments that are offering services to citizens or enforcing regulations or doing all the kind of things that the federal government do. And we go out and ask with a generic survey about various aspects of those experiences and then quantify that ultimately through some some questions on their overall satisfaction into a single number that represents all of those thousands of respondents. And so it gives us a good gauge for how people are perceiving what they're receiving from the federal government. And it looked like the satisfaction index peaked at 72.3 back in 2006, and it's been on a sort of a downward long-term trend up and down, up and down, but ratcheting down, and it reached a high of 69.7 two years ago. Now it's back down to 68.1, which is kind of a historic, well, the low end of history. Am I reading it right? Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it's it's a little bit closer to the low end than it is to the high end um, this year in terms of the trend that we have, 20 years of data now. Um, but we saw a really significant uptick between 2015 and 2016, and then another uptick between 16 and 17. But the last two years have gone in the opposite direction. And so we're sort of back to the level that we were at, say, in 2012, roughly speaking, um, and and things aren't um, improving the way they were a couple of years ago. And from the interviews, what do you sense is the issue here? Well, I think it's diverse. I think ultimately when you're measuring something as big and complex as the federal government, um, it's there's a diversity of things that goes wrong. And I think um, when you think about what happened over the, the 12 months prior to our data collection, and we're interviewing again anyone that had an experience within the prior 12 months, we had a government shutdown um, that interrupted a lot of the services that were offered to citizens, and I think it's hard not to see that playing some role. But we go in and measure questions about the information that the citizens have received from their government experiences, the process they went through, the website they went through. Um, and then customer service, any kind of direct contact they had with the federal government customer service representative. And basically all of those different dimensions of the government experience have gone down between last year and this year. One is flat and the rest are down. So it, it seems to be sort of a, a broad trend. And, and it's you know, tough to pinpoint a, a particular problem that's impacting all of those thousands of citizens or that represent millions of citizens receiving services. Rather, it sort of looks like we've got a, just a general uh, diminishment in the experiences citizens are having. And just by way of reference, what is the average or the average score for industry? Uh, in the in the, the private sector, we see scores, and, and these vary over time. We do quarterly measurement of customer satisfaction um, for the private sector. Right now, we're at about 76. 
So we're uh, significant, and given the sample sizes, we're now dealing with hundreds of thousands of respondents. Um, about an eight-point difference would be very strongly statistically significant, making the federal government one of the worst quote-unquote industries or sectors that we measure. There's very few private sector industries that score this poorly. We're speaking with Forrest Morgison, Director of Research at the American Customer Satisfaction Index. And if you look at the factors that go into overall satisfaction, even though they're all dropping, customer service and federal websites as a factor are way above what people see as federal process and the federal information they get. That's a kind of an odd dichotomy. Yeah, I think it's understandable, though. I mean, when you think about, and and this plays a big role in this, the kind of experience a citizen is having is always going to determine to some extent their satisfaction or it's going to play prominently in how they rate their experience. And so when you think about what someone's doing when they're going through a process with the federal government, they're generally speaking, filling out forms, maybe they're filing their taxes, maybe they're um, you know, doing some kind of regulatory paperwork for a process that they'd rather not go through, but they have to go through. And those processes tend to be both in the public and in the private sector, whenever you're involved in filling out a lot of paperwork and providing documents and evidence and doing those kinds of things, those processes tend to be somewhat complicated, usually a little bit slow and not particularly satisfying. Then when you think about what the federal government has done in rolling out their website or in some of the excellent work I've, I've personally worked with government agencies to do, um, you know, good customer service and customer service representatives, those things are just much more satisfying and pleasing to, to citizens than any paperwork that they have to do to complete a process. And looking at the individual departments, there are some that are way above average, interior and commerce are way up there, 78 and 75 percent satisfaction, also justice. And way at the bottom, you've got housing and urban development with only 56 and treasury with only 60. A couple of particular questions here. There doesn't seem to be a correlation between whether an agency regularly deals with the consuming public, like interiors of the Park Service, versus HUD, which deals with other governments, mainly housing agencies. Yeah, I think this this gets into what I was mentioning earlier, which is, is it really comes down to the nature of the mission of the department or the agency that the, the citizen is experiencing. I mean, when you think about Department of Interior, most of our respondents there are people that have experienced the National Park Service. Um, while, you know, certainly they may be less, you know, uh, less than pleased about certain aspects. Generally speaking, the people that are going to the National Park Service are doing it as a family event or a vacation or or to enjoy nature, and they just really enjoy that experience. And so it's got sort of a, a pleasing dimension to it as an activity overall. You get down to Treasury and Housing and Urban Development, there you're talking about regulatory processes, you're talking about paying taxes, um, you're generally talking about the people that are experiencing those things, they're doing things that aren't particularly pleasing. So while we often say, you know, you really got to work, um, whether you're a private sector or a public sector organization, to improve those customer experiences, the nature of the experience as a whole is still going to play into how people perceive those experiences. Yes, because hovering just above housing and urban development is Treasury with a low of 60% satisfaction. I imagine the IRS is a big factor there. Yeah, that's almost all IRS customers. We get some that are that are going to the Mint or to buy uh, numismatic coins or something like that. But most of those people are going to be people that were filing their taxes. And again, the IRS can do a lot 
to improve and has done a lot to improve the way that it interfaces with customers and um, a really informative website and, and um, you know, free software to certain taxpayers so that they can go on and pay their taxes quickly, easily, and without cost. But at the same time, at the end of the day, the people that are going there and experiencing that are still paying their taxes. Um, and for a vast majority of us, that's something we'd rather not have to do. And Health and Human Services encompasses Medicare, Medicaid, and uh, separate from Social Security, which is way down, well, they're not that far apart. Social Security is 68, HHS is 69%. So roughly the same for related services, even if delivered from different entities. Right, and that makes some sense too. A little bit more satisfying than something that you might see with the IRS or, or Treasury. Um, but but still, you know, and above the federal government average, which I think is noteworthy for those um, for those two services, given how many different citizens they're interacting with on an annual basis, and a fin- millions and tens of millions of people. And a final question on defense, which is a little bit above average at sixty nine percent, even with health and human services. How many people actually interact with the Defense Department? A lot of those folks are people that are going to websites to, to you know, learn more about the military or to um, support the military in some way. So, you know, it's not as many. It's a smaller sample, tends to be a smaller number of customers that we get there. But generally speaking, they're, they're pleased with the websites they're using, the information they're getting and so forth. Forrest Morgison is Director of Research at the American Customer Satisfaction Index. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. We'll post this interview and a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.